live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on March 13th, 2019 to hit the internet on March 14th, 2019. And the day after that is March 15th. Beware the Ides of March, Brutus, you bitch. We all yell world star as like Brutus and his boys are like stabbing Caesar. When we put that on the internet now and have everyone retweet it and be like in skull and crossbones and uh, who did this fam sort of, you know, all that shit, right? Who did this worst thing? If you really want to know, why don't you, you know, look around. You could probably find out who did most of the time. The actual handle is in there. So you don't really have to ask who did this. Shut up. What does it matter? Who did it? Does it take away from any of the value of it? Spent almost a minute talking about nothing. All right. So you can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio. Still waiting on Stitcher. We got we got we got we got beef. Who's got beef? We got beef. Stitcher. But everywhere else, TuneIn Radio, uh Google Play now, Spotify. Other things that are coming up on the stat thing that I don't even know where, but people are listening on it. So continue to look there. Podbean, all that shit. And follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at Red Ticket Blue. So this is a second podcast of the week. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, I know we have new listeners. I keep saying that like like I'm like I'm like I'm Joe Buck or something welcoming in a a crowd of people who just finished a football game. We welcome in the crowd of the people watching the Browns and Buccaneers. Ezekiel Elliott takes it up ten for the first down. Troy, you really got to be excited about what this back has been doing. Joe, I don't even know what's going on. Okay, that that thing went about ten seconds too long. They call me the White Jay Z. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about too, but I'll tell you, it's just another beautiful Northern California, uh, it's about seven thirty at night here, Pacific coast time. It's finally, the rain is gone. It, it's rained every day, probably for like two months. You know, the weather is always great here, but I'll tell you the rainy season is terrible. It is so, so bad. And if when it's not raining, it looks like it's about to rain. It's depressing. And then it just doesn't rain again. That's just the way it is here. It, it And it will rain a little bit in the next few months. But then when, by, by the time we hit June, it won't rain again until about know, October, November. It's it's incredible. But uh, yeah, so I'm hanging out and I got uh, been pretty good about not drinking during the week. And now I got, I said, fuck it. It's, you know, we're doing a second podcast. We need a beer. So uh, I got my old standby here. Lago need a something easy ale, which, you know, I think I'm going to do, I'm going to start posting pictures because I don't really give a shit and I don't care if anyone cares, but I'm going to start posting pictures of the beers that I drink in here on the red ticket blues account. Now this really isn't some, cause I tell people, Oh, this is a good beer. This is a good beer. And you're probably just like, yeah, that sounds like every other beer I've ever had. Uh, and I'm not going to remember that name, but you know what? If I take a picture of it, maybe you'll recognize it at the store or whatever. Uh, this is really not something that's really premium, whatever I bought at the gas station. So, uh, if you're looking for a premium craft beer, this is not it, but I'll tell you, there's something about it. you haven't drank all week and I've been pretty good. That first sip, I tell you, I mean, I, not to sound like Will Ferrell in old school, but that when it first hits your lips, it it is, it, it is something. It's it's like some sort of crack cocaine in uh, liquid form. It's something. It really is. I, 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 I don't, I, I'm speechless. And rarely am I speechless. But that's what I'm doing. And I plan to be doing a lot more of that because I will be on an airplane soon going to the island of Puerto Rico. And uh, the next time I do a podcast, probably, I will be in the uh, little uh, beach area that my wife and I get away from everyone. Uh, if family's listening, we do love you. Just saying, a little getaway. <laughs> uh, and I might be intoxicated. Well, we could say that. Might have a few mojitos by then, a few medallas, which is the uh, the, uh, the the Puerto Rican uh, Coors Light. So the, the official beer of Puerto Rico, basically. Medalla Light. Uh, so might be a bit drunk. So get ready, fam. 
Okay, stop saying fam. That's that's already annoying. But uh, yeah, so we're getting to do that. And oh, I probably will be arriving there a bit intoxicated because we got a five-hour layover in Washington, D.C. And I'll tell you, you know what I got. I got those lounge passes. And I am looking forward to drinking shitty domestic beer and, uh, you know, trickle-down shit table wine. And it's going to be all compliment- complimentary. That's the way I'm going to try to pronounce complimentary by the end of that thing. Five hours. <laughs> I, I also saw that Podbean allows me to... Allows me to... um. Just do podcast on the go. Maybe I could just do a podcast like you know, bitching as I, you know, become drunker and surlier. I'm just about the fat people that I, what is with people? Why are we enabling fat people? It, there's, I was on, uh, I was looking at a webpage before, just looking over some things to talk about today. And these, and, and usually these things are as indicative of your searches, you know, these ads that pop up. I am not looking up fat women in, uh, you know, brassiers. Who says brassiers? Fucking grandmothers in the 1920s. Bras and panties, you know, that you can buy on Target. Uh, no, that, that, that is, that is not what's, I don't understand why that, that is coming up on my phone. Again, search history. Everyone's got their own. I can, I will attest. I will put my book on the Quran, the, the Bible, all that shit. I'm not looking that up, but the, it's this idea now that we're like celebrating fat people. It's like, yeah, we can celebrate. You're on that heart disease of 48. All right. So we've shit on fat people. All right. Okay. There we go. Got that out of the way. So anyways, why am I doing a second podcast? Cause I wanted to. Because I think, you know, just did the podcast and uh, let's see the just, you know, the inaugural one after, after uh, you know, a month or so. And now, you know, a ton of shit happened in the last few days. So I figured, yeah, I could, I could fill up some space, you know, give, give the people what they fucking want. Uh, can this stop popping up on my computer defaults to Xfinity, which I don't have Xfinity Wi-Fi. I use AT&T. I don't know why they keep popping up. I don't want your service. Stop doing this. Anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, so what do we want to start with here? I got a few things too, that I neglected to mention the last podcast that has, uh, occurred since in, in my absence, get to the point, Brian. But I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about. And I think all of you for listening, by the way, I got a few people internationally listening, got Australia, Ireland, uh, the UK, even, even one or two in Poland and France, uh, probably by mistake. I want to see if there are, if that is a repeat of, we actually have listeners in, in, in France and Poland. I mean, tell your friends, right? I, I have a feeling that will dry up. I think that was probably just a mistake. They're probably just like, is this baseball podcast? It's man swearing. Uh, I don't know what accent that is or, uh, whatever, but, uh, I guess we got to start with Beckham, right? We got, we got to, we got to start with Odell Beckham. Uh, we all know I hate Alex Rodriguez sports hate more than anyone on the planet. But Odell Beckham, I mean, he would probably receive a medal. Him and Carmelo are probably up there. So uh, he's no longer in uh, New York City. Let's, let's 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 chat. Let's talk about this. So the Giants send Odell Beckham to the Cleveland Browns to, uh, I mean, already everyone has them in the Super Bowl already with uh, Baker Mayfield because they're so hip. They're so cool. They, they defy the rules. Wow. Uh, team will still struggle and uh, I don't care. So that's that. But here's the thing. For as much as I dislike Odell Beckham, um, I also try to resist to not shit on him because I sincerely think he's mentally ill. I don't think he's all there. Uh, so it, it's a bit much. That's all. But they trade him. They get him out of town. And I'll tell you, it, it, this is something that is going to stick in your craw that is really going to burn in the moment. And you're going to see Beckham make great catches for the Browns. And you're going to see them win games. And you're going to say, oh, oh, that's what we could have had. You did have him. And you know what? It didn't help you. Now. I will say this. I don't understand why they kept Eli Manning. 
I don't understand that they're going with this run first approach with Saquon Barkley, who is an amazing talent. But I mean, the, the age of running backs is shrinking every year. I saw like the top five the other day and, and there were a top five oldest running backs and there were people in their twenties on there. I don't know if that's always been that way. Maybe I'm just not paying attention, but holy shit. I mean, that's, you want a kid? Don't have him be a running back. I mean, him, whatever. They're going to make more money in a few years than I make in my life. So maybe, maybe you do, but just say, just so you know that your career is not going to last long. It seems like they just got rid of him for nothing though. I'll tell you. I mean, Beckham is a horse's ass. He is out of control and I don't care what people say. You know, these people, uh, these sports dorks who, you know, he was the nicest guy. He signed an autograph for me, meaning they shouldn't have traded him. He gave his heart and soul. Dude, do you realize how many fucking games that guy almost or did mess up with his delinquent behavior? Now, is he a generational talent? I would say he is. He is that good. He is that amazing. He is not worth the headache, man. And and there's a lot of Giants fans. Brian, you're not a Giant fan. You don't understand. This guy was the face of the franchise. They didn't want to make him the face of the franchise. They wanted Eli. And I wanted, and you saw this too. Like, you got to love these people that that want to make it a racial thing. It's like, do do you, do you understand anything? Do you understand anything? Well, I, I see, you know, Beckham, he, he speaks his mind and, you know, he's unapologetically black. I saw someone said it's a racial thing and they got rid of him. It's like. You, that's offensive to black people. You saying he's unapologetically black by him acting like he's fucking out of his mind, not listening to people, screwing the team. That's unapologetic. If I'm black, I'm like, uh, excuse me. No, 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 no. I'll take the athletic prowess there. The rest of the package. No, fuck that. That is a tune to, uh, poor mental health issues. That is so insane. And the people that go, oh, you see how Brady acts. Look how Brady acts and Big Ben acts on the sideline. Oh, 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 you got a problem with Odell Beckham, huh? You got a problem. It's like, do you understand the privileges that come with winning? And it has nothing to do with your skin color. Do you know how much of a diva Jerry Rice was? Do you ever hear anyone talk about it? Barely. You know why? He won. You know, Tom Brady, he can act like that. He has more Super Bowls than anyone in history. Kobe Bryant, terrible teammate. Michael Jordan, not a good teammate either. And you know what? We don't talk about it because they won. Now, is Odell Beckham the cause of the Giants' uh, failures the last few seasons? No, he's not. And you know what? He probably is Eli Manning and, and other things and a poor offensive line. But people say, oh, did you realize that they, they kept Eli Manning? They kept Eli Manning but got rid of Beckham. Wonder why, huh? It's like, well, d- did he ever see the personality of Eli Manning? It's a fucking bore. It's attuned to uh, the, the uh, you know, a cap on a pen, a pencil eraser. You ever heard of him, Francesa? It's torture. That, that, that kind of, that interview that, Mike, that he has with Mike Francesa on Mondays for the last 15 years make Osama bin Laden drape himself in an American flag. Or Adolf Hitler build a synagogue. Like, it is torture. It is terrible. So the idea that they kept him, I, I, I get where people are coming from with, the, with the, the, where the athletic talent is probably not there anymore, but you want to face a franchise, you want to make people feel good, you have that guy there. And then you try to move on from there. Beckham is not what you want. <laughs> I'm, again, and I know there's plenty of people that say, you don't get how great he is. I do get how great he is. That guy won't win shit. He will never win a game. He won't ever win a game. I don't know about that. He will never win a championship ever. Those guys never win championships. People don't want to look at history. People don't want to do that. Now, Francesa, speaking of Francesa, he was in his glory today. I've heard, unfortunately, you know, the one time that I want to actually listen to Mike 2.0, I can't because of work obligations. And, and it 
really pissed me off, actually. But, you know, from the videos I saw and from the tweets that I saw that I guess Mike, you know, and to a certain extent, took uh, credit for it because why not? I mean, you know, he's he's very influential in uh, player transactions and whatnot. I mean, even he said he called the Gi- uh, Giants and said, you know, you got to do something about this guy. And I'm sure the Giants are like, I why is this fat man calling us again? He has no part in this organization or the calls aren't even happening in the first place. So, uh, you know, he did yell at a few people, which uh, I, I, I well, let's listen to a few. All right, let's, let's, let's listen to a few of this. Courtesy of Funhouse and Mike Francesa. Really? Really? Oh, Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. What has he ever won? You're telling me a wide receiver? It's his fault? Now, I will say this. The caller does have a point in a sense. The football team has more people on it than any other sport. All right, so that's understandable. And, I, you know, Odell Beckham is not the reason that the Giants have had poor seasons. Okay, I... I Fully admit that. He does not help with his attitude in a sense. And I hear that all the time. And I said this, I've said this on the podcast before. It makes me sick. People, these, these just ass kissers, these brown nosers from people who just want to just suck up to him and just, you know, you realize his teammates loved him. His teammates just loved him. He's the best guy in the world. Teammates on a team that sucked loved him. Wow. All those guys other than Saquon Barkley are fucking expendable on that team. Oh, but his teammates loved him. Who gives a shit? The team sucked. You act as if they won the Super Bowl and say, hey, the team loves him. Well, I mean, he's an actual piece of the, the puzzle here. I mean, ugh, I, his teammates, how do you know? What are they supposed to say? Yeah, we hate him. <laughs> so, so wait, 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 why do I need him? Well, let me ask you this. Top, top receivers in the league. Run them down for me and tell me which one of them have, have rings. Give me the names. Rings? Who yeah. has rings? And they're the one percentile people have rings. Yeah. Why do you why people do you pay these Meek's guys? Yelling. Why do you pay these guys if you don't win with them? He's yelling. You're, so you're I'm not gonna play the whole thing, don't worry. I think he's screaming Absolutely. Absolutely, I'm telling you that. Okay. I've been telling you that for five years. There we go. I didn't make that up today. I've been telling you that for five years. And uh he also got into his beat, which we all knew was going to happen. I predicted it too. Uh, Jeremy Shockey. Uh, he got into basically comparing the two. I don't understand. I mean, obviously Shockey was a lightning rod of sorts as well. And they packed him up. I guess, I guess race did play a factor there as well. Uh, and it, Mike, I don't know where it actually started with that, though. I think it was just, you know, his attitude. And I do remember Shockey. I mean, this was I, – I wish Shockey was on the Giants with Francesa in 2019 just because there's so many more outlets and everything. And you could hear what Shockey has to say. And, but I remember him saying something like, Mike and the Mad Dog won't last because Francesa will keel over of a heart attack at some point because he's so fat. Something like that. But there was an actual, like, beef there. Uh <laughs> And then I guess uh, Francesca said that, you know, Shockey never, ever won a Super Bowl, which it's not true. He scored a touchdown with the Saints and did win a Super Bowl. But don't, don't, Mike never said that. I never said that. No one ever said that. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to do with Francesca, and then we can kind of move on from the Beckham uh, nonsense. Uh, let's see. And you keep him. We all know that, you know, Mike is, is very uh, cozy with the owners and whatnot, but this is ridiculous. This never happened. And I'm not always pro player. I mean, pro, pro management, not by any stretch. I mean, I killed the Giants when they treated Bavaro badly to the point where Wellington Mara called me from the hospital. Imagine Wellington Mara, for whatever affliction he had, was in a hospital and had the inclination and the, the ambition and the real necessity to call Mike Francesa about. I don't believe that happened. 
I don't. I'm, that's it. I'm calling Mike Francesa a liar. Meek's yelling. That's what happened. So in the long run, people, Odell Beckham, you'll get over it. You will. And, you know, you'll see him score the fancy touchdowns. And it's the same thing that's going to happen with Yankee fans this year. You know, they're going to see Bryce Harper hit a home run. They're going to see Manny Machado winning, send a walk off into left field. And they're going to go, he could have been here. It's like 2020 hindsight on Twitter up the fucking wazoo. Remember, this is for the long-term health of your ball club, I think. Although I will say Gettleman doesn't look like he has any idea what he's doing. But uh, you kind of miss the Beckham stuff, I will say. You know, I don't know if the Cleveland stuff. Who knows? Who knows what happened? Hey, LeBron made Cleveland fucking somewhat interesting, I guess. Right? Kind of. Anyways, spending too much time on the Jets signed Levy and Bell, which, hey, good for him. Uh, Jets need something. Uh, how old is Le'Veon Bell? Steelers got some weird fucking guys. You know, Antonio Brown doing the whole wishing happy birthday to people and whatnot, the whole cameo things, saying <laughs> 30 years to Francesa, making fun of the app. You got Le'Veon Bell not playing, and Roethlisberger, I mean, he's a rapist. So, uh, listen, as I've said a million times, you want to bring race into something? Uh, in terms of sports, yes, I think there is a racial thing when it comes to uh, Ben Roethlisberger, because if Cam Newton were ever accused of those things, we would hear we would not hear the end of it. But Ben Roethlisberger, for whatever, is, you know, gritty, gutty, all that shit, fat, booze hound. He's probably found Jesus, too. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is, oh, he's 27. All right, so he's got a few years left in him, right? 6'1", 225. All right, whatever. I need to read his fucking height and weight now, like like I'm some sort of scout. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, y'all like those thighs. Good motor, yeah. All right, so the other thing, the, the other thing I want to talk about in the NFL that, you know, I didn't mention last time that happened in the last month. How about Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick? You know, what a sellout. And I saw some Kaepernick people being like, oh, you, calling him a sellout, agreeing with me, you know, concurring. And then other people being like, good for him. He won. He did it. He won. No, he, okay. Yeah, for him personally, you're right. He did win. He got his money that he wasn't given because no one would give him a contract. Yes, he won financially. In terms of his message, he shit all over it. He took a dump all over the idea that he really cared about this stuff. You know, he really felt that there was some sort of injustice done by the NFL and that he was oppressed and whatnot because he couldn't get a job. Okay, well, then you settle with them. So you settle with them. Don't go to trial in a sense that, guess what? Um, Because you settled, your complaint never happened. You don't think anything bad happened to you. You agree that you're ready to move on. And you don't give a shit about, you know, other people that were doing this and perhaps even minimizes your issue, Colin. But no, no, no. He won. He won. He won financially. And then you see all the people, you know, all the, all the dick riders like Jason Lacanfora, who's just like, where will he be next? What team will sign? Who, what changes? Like, because he settled with someone, now all of a sudden these teams are like, whoo, now we can finally sign him and bring on this, this fucking walking sideshow circus. Oh, believe me, we want to do that. Cleveland already has that in Odell Beckham, all right? They don't need they don't they don't need Colin Kaepernick as well. Yo, let's get that all world team Baker Mayfield, Colin Kaepernick, and Odell Beckham. Yeah, but geez, what 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 all those years, all that sitting out, all those tweets, all those bullshit to just settle with the enemy. No courage, your conviction. He's a coward. He's a listen now. For me, I'm Joe Schmo. Okay, I'm doing what he did. Colin Kaepernick has more money than he will ever spend for the rest of his life. He did not need this money unless he's, unless he's terribly financially, unless he's just, you know, 
you know, buying Fabergé eggs like fucking Bleeding Gums Murphy, then, you know, then maybe I can understand it. But Colin Kaepernick has more money than, than he will ever spend, than his kids will ever spend. And he took that payout. We'll never find out what it was. In the NFL, of course, there was some sort of collusion. They didn't want that. They all got together and they said, oh, we're not signing this guy. Of course they did. And they admitted guilt by, by settling as well. But Jays, you took a, an enormous, disgusting shit on your, 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 your message, your, your aura. You notice no one talks about Colin Kaepernick now. It's done. It's over. You see, you see he'd still filter into some conversation. Oh, but what about Kaepernick? And again, it's not football season. So we'll have to hear about that next year. Will we though? That that's and now I'm arguing with myself. Will we? Will will that still be an issue? Oh, he's not signed. What? Well, I mean, he's not suing the NFL anymore. He seemed he didn't really have an issue in the first place. If history takes a look at it like that, phony, fucking phony. So uh, let's move on. Uh, let's see. We already talked about that. Talked about that. Um, oh, the other thing that I wanted to mention because you know not really that much has happened in spring training since uh, I last talked to you. But in the in the interim, when we did not speak, Sonny Gray, <laughs> Sonny Sonny Gray, you know, what a bitch! What uh, what what a bitch! I mean, it's one thing if you're not a New York guy. I get it. There's been plenty of people that come into this into that city and just it just doesn't work. It doesn't click, and you're better in other places. You know, people say that it's just like, you know, we're gonna get rid of him. We're gonna let him walk. You know, he's gonna prosper somewhere else. Well, you know what? There's a lot more pressure in New York. There is. There's a lot more pressure. There's a lot more pressure everywhere with social media, but there's a lot more pressure in New York, you know, but to leave New York and then blame the management, (laughs) blame them because they told you to throw pitches that you didn't want to throw. Hey, Sonny, remember when Larry Rothschild had a gun to your head and made you throw sliders that you didn't want to? No, neither do I. Maybe if you threw the pitches that you wanted to throw. They'd see, oh, whoa, whoa, okay, so he's not going with the slider here. He's going to go with a slide. He's going to go with a curveball in that spot, and then hit him with two fastballs. Oh, all right, so maybe this is the kind of pitcher. I mean, first of all, I don't believe him for a second. He's a liar, and uh, I think he's just pissed with the way. And I'll and I'll say this right now: Brian Cashman has not conducted himself in a way that I think he sh- a general manager should. You know, in that exit interview, uh, the exit press conference after the season, Sonny Gray, you know, would be better off somewhere else. You know, that's funny for sound bites and for the fans to be like, oh, oh, yo, look at him. Oh, no, no. What's, what's, what? I'm, I'm, t- I'm ready to throw out a phrase. No chill. Or is that, that's kind of old, right? No one says that. No chill. Oh, uh, and, and says that. And, but in, in reality, that's bad for business. That's really shitty overall, I think, in my opinion. For Cashman, he's done such a good job. I thought that was, historically, we'll look at that and be like, you're a moron. I, I, I didn't like that. But anyways. And he will go to Cincinnati and he'll probably be good. But the idea that Larry Rothschild is like fucking bullying him into throwing slider after slider. You are an adult, Sonny, even though you have a name like a child. Throw the pitches you want to throw. Like, I, I understand you get signs. I get that. I know how baseball works, all right? I never played in the majors. I didn't get past Ed Walsh, Little League. No, Ed Walsh. That's, no, not that. Uh, Ted Lane Field, all right? I mean, I didn't play any higher than that. Other than a few rec games at St. John's. But, you know, it... it do what you want to do. You have the freedom to this. You are a millionaire athlete. Don't blame people after the fact. Why didn't he bring that up during the season if it was that detrimental to the way he, he's getting booed everywhere? People are shitting on him in, in, on sports radio. He has to block, he has to lock his Twitter account and doesn't say anything then. Doesn't say a word, right? Oh, but I was doing it for the team. Fuck you. He didn't actually say that, so maybe I should re- retract that. Fuck you. 
But I just wanted to get to Sonny Gray, by the way. So uh, you're on notice, Sonny, because I know he listens to this podcast. Oh, God. Yankees pitching is going to be terrible. It is. It's not going to be terrible, but uh, I don't know. I'm worried already. I know I'm becoming like the negative people that I hate. I'm becoming what I hate. It's, it's, it's a terrible curse. Anyways, you know, I mentioned Puerto Rico earlier. And obviously you got to get an airplane for that. And you see all these, these flights being recalled by Boeing and whatnot. And fucking Trump, dude. I mean, you're not an airline pilot by any stretch of the imagination. What, what were these? I got to, I got to find these tweets. They're, they're just for, for those of you that are new, I'm an independent voter. Uh, this is the way, this is the, honestly where I am. And, and I'll be completely honest. It would be very unlikely uh, in most elections where I would vote Republican, but I hate, uh, many liberals, if that makes sense. So liberals, a lot of times are turning me into a non-voter in many, many sense. Now we're so divisive in 2019. It's, it's, it's just insane that I can't even trust any of these people because they're so extreme. They're so social media has ruined everyone because it's all about a one up contest. That's all it is. It's one upping the other person clap back much. Let's see. I agree with Rand Paul. Okay, good for you. Uh, I'm just trying to get to these uh, Trump tweets about the the airline the other day. Fake news, of course. It just revealed. I don't know all about defying voters. The governor of California will hold all death penalty executions. Friends and families are. That's not you know whatever. I'm not going to get into death penalty time. Jay Leno, but he's been tweeting a lot today. Holy Christ! I'm just going back to the pilot stuff. Just got bored. Lots of retweets. I know this isn't that fun. Okay. Airplanes are becoming far too complex to fly. And I've been saying that every time I get an airplane. I'm just like, hi, sir. Welcome. How are you? I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Can we simplify this process a little bit? (laughs) Pilots are no longer needed, but rather computer scientists from MIT. There you go. I didn't know that either. This guy, I... Not only is he the president, he's also very smart. I see it all the time in my in many products. Always seeking to go one necessary step further. When often old and simpler is far and better. I mean, absolutely. I want the cotton gin back. Uh, maybe we still use a cotton gin. I'm not sure. When often, uh, always seeking to go one necessary step further. When often, oh yeah, I already said that. Split second decisions are needed. And the complexity creates danger. It does. All of this great cost, yet very little gain. Yeah, there's, there's been no gain in technology. Absolutely. I, I agree on thousand percent. I mean, I, 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 I have to wait for my stagecoach and buggy to get to work every morning. I understand. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't want Albert Einstein to be my pilot. First of all, he's dead. So his corpse would be very, very bad. Plus, I don't think anyone – are people going to like Ivy League schools to fly, fly planes? Like, I'm, I'm not diminishing the, the, the profession. Just saying. I want great pl- flying professionals that are allowed to easily and quickly take control of a plane. Now, the last sentence might be the most sane part of the entire, the, the entire exchange. But, dude, just stay in your lane sometimes. And I know we're, we're, we're in year, we're in year, what, technically still like two of uh, Donald Trump and his actual presidency. And I know he doesn't stay in his lane, but... <laughs> Sometimes it's just too much, but I, I bring up Trump because, you know, I, I saw Biden uh, talking the other day. Who's another creep, by the way. I know we all want to act like Uncle Joe. That's Uncle Joe Stalin. Sorry. We don't want Stalin. No, no. He's a bad guy. Dude, listen to this. Dude, listen to this podcast 
not only the Red Ticket Blues podcast, but this other podcast I've been listening to. It's fucking crazy. Now, it, it has that awful, terrible hipster host voice that makes me want to vomit. But the stories are actually really good. It's called Behind the Bastards. They, in the, one of the first few episodes about Stalin, holy shit, the drinking in that. He is one of, I, I don't want to party with him because I will die of alcohol poisoning. It, it is outrageous, some of those stories. But I recommend that podcast, even though I'm like 15 podcasts behind. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's a good one to listen to. Uh, I'm on an Arab kick right now reading. Uh, I'll get to Biden in a second. I already lost my train of thought. Reading uh, The Terror Years by Lawrence Wright. Also, uh, he did the... The Looming Tower, which was made on that Hulu show with Jeff Daniels. So I, 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 I'm i really big into Arab. I'm really into radical Islam these days. You know what I mean? I mean, who is it? Uh, and I also recommend a book that um, I recently read called The Prisoner in His Palace about Saddam Hussein. And before his, I mean, after he was apprehended and before his execution, how he like bonded with these American guards. It was, it's a short read. I definitely recommend it. The Prisoner in His Palace. I thought it was awesome. I mean, who knows if like Saddam knew the end was near and just decided to just be a nice guy or he was the master manipulator of just, just full on deception. Who knows? Uh, either way, I liked it. I, I thought it was a really good book. But anyways, the point of the story, let, let me get to my uh, Biden uh, point for one second. Now he's going to uh, looks like he's going to announce he's running in a week or two. He is the only chance the Democrats have. Now I saw Beto O'Rourke just announced that he is going to run for president in 2020, which not really sure. Uh, he he just lost. He's a loser. He can't even win in his own state. No, Brian, his reach is so much farther. Why do you like him? I don't know. He said fuck, and he rides a skateboard. What do you like about his policies? Not really sure. He is, I'll tell you this, I mean, Obama didn't have a ton under his belt when he, when he became president, but you know, can, can Beto O'Rourke uh, win something uh, substantial before he's the president of the United States? Oh yeah, Brian, what about Donald Trump? You're right. You're right. And this is where I have a conversation with myself if you're new to the podcast. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Stitcher Soon, Spotify, Podbean, Brian Book, 13, everywhere, Tick, Blue, Okay, so. Biden's your only chance. And this was him talking the other day. And like the hate after some of these, after this clip from people, the wokesters, just listen here. Mean pettiness has overtaken our politics. Sometimes it seems like we can't govern ourselves or even talk to one another. If you notice, I get criticized for saying anything nice about a Republican. Folks, that's not who we are. Now, granted. He's right with everything there, and he's also full of shit too. Listen, he's a master shipster. He is. Uh, he's. He's. He, he, he's. He's. You're a career politician. He's slimy. He's disgusting. I understand Trump does things different. For me, it just. I don't like the guy. I think he's obnoxious. I think he's rotten. And you know, Joe Biden probably behind the scenes, all these fucking people are just as dirty as Trump. I like. You know, just perception, public persona, giving a little bit. So I, you know, that's Biden. He's the only chance. But you know what? I'm telling you right now, Democrats are going to fuck it up. They will screw it up because you know what? They're all about new establishment now and new blood. And guess what? They want to tear this down. They want to tear it down. Guess what? If, if you're like the woke star liberal, you know, this is not the time to be tearing down the establishment. Do that in 2024. This is not the time. So when you want to give your slay, slay queen for Alexander Ocasio-Cortez and whoever it may be, you know, how great they are. And, ooh, they're asking the questions that we all want to know. When they attack the establishment of their own party, you're going to have Trump winning. And I still think 
I mean, fucking Biden. How old is he? I, I know we've, we're going to, this is going to be said a thousand times in the next two years when he, when he actually announces he's running. But what about his age? This is his age. I think he's 76. I mean, talk about a spring chicken, huh? The Democrats really, I mean, they, they, bunch, bunch of kids over in that, in that him, Bernie Sanders, Nancy Pelosi. He is 76 years old and will be 70, what, be 78 when, 2019, 2020. No, we're in the third year, Trump, right? Dude, I fucking, they need to have the election and the inauguration in the same year because it screws with my head and I don't like it. So yeah, 2021, so he'd be 20, all right. Yeah, okay, okay, got it. So 2016, yes, 2020, that makes sense. All right, so he's going to be 78, like a week, two weeks after 78. And I know we're living longer, but Jesus. That means if in order for him to complete a term, it would be 82, 82, Jesus Christ, 82. <laughs> I plan to seek re-election. Dude, you're going to be 86 years old. I mean, he'll be in a wheel. I mean, FDR was in a wheelchair too. Brian's 1945 is polio. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so get ready for the young liberal crowd that we all love so much. And they're, they are changing everything. They're going to destroy everything. You don't want Trump there. Don't get behind those people. Someone needs to get in their ear. They're too woke for their own good. Social media has empowered them. Just like fat people. And I'm sick of it. All right. So, and the last subject we will discuss today. Uh, before I wrap it up and get on a big jet plane to uh, Puerto Rico. Uh... Which I, I'm sure they'll fuck me over somehow with the car. I I, I just know it. Now they say they're going to be open at 2:42 in the morning. We'll see about that. I'll end up taking goddamn taxi. Uh, at least I have my wife there, so she can speak specific Spanish, so they don't fuck us over in the taxi ride. But I I, I guarantee there's no way I'm paying whatever the amount that it is. It's like 400 something for the week that we're there, for a week and a half that we're there. I guarantee it's going to be more than that. Uh, obviously there's tolls and whatnot, but there will be something I have to pay right there. I I know it. It just never fails. Never fails. Oh, yes, sir. So we're going to need an extra. The, the, the bill you have left is $178. What, what, what is this? Oh, yes. This, 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 this. this. Shut up. Ugh. This isn't even like fake anger. Like I know some people probably maybe listen to this for the first time. And they're going, oh, wow, Brian. You're, Brian's angry. Meek's yelling. You don't understand how pissed that makes me. My heart. When I get to that position and they're like, yeah, so the remaining balance is my like heart starts beating. I start sweating. It just, you know, I, I start, you know what I start doing? I like go back and forth on each heel up and down. And I'm just like, I want to murder someone. Yeah. I want to kill them. I'm not going to do any of that. Don't worry. There's, there's no need for that. So the last thing about people getting over. How much did your parents uh, pay to get you in college? And I don't mean admissions. I don't mean just regular tuition. How about this shit? I'm Becky. Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman. I wish more famous people were in it so we could all just shame them. I just Shaming celebrities is a lot of fun. These fuckers. I mean, this, this is something else. This is something. at All these elite schools. You only had one Ivy League school. Pride of New Haven. Southern Connecticut. No, uh, Yale University. But the rest of them. Lori Laughlin paid $500,000 to get her two kids into USC, which is a good school. But Christ almighty, how dumb are they? Two kids that don't even want to go to school. Like, that's what I don't understand. Her daughter, who looks just like her, is, you know, on the internet saying, who has quite an, I didn't know. I mean, I don't know anything. It's not even my company. I don't even know anything about it. I'm just Epi Franco. I, uh, I didn't know she had such an online presence. She makes fucking moolah probably with that. And the idea that she's on there saying, I don't even really care about school. I'm just here for like the parties and the tailgates. Like that's what most college kids think. 
they also don't have millions of followers and say that shit on there. Like, did they need to go to college for this? They're already making serious cash. I mean, I realize in like 2005, someone's saying, being like, yeah, I'm a YouTube vlogger. You'd be like, <laughs> so you're unemployed and you're a loser. No, people make money with that now. Why is she going to college in the first place? Also, her father is a clothing designer, Mossimo, which I don't know really who wore Mossimo. Were those like the stoner kids? Like, that wasn't like Tommy Hilfiger, but it was like a lower version. No, Tommy, Tommy, I'll never understand how Tommy Hilfiger, Nautica and all these became like rap stuff. It's just like, these are like preppy little white prep school, prep, 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 prep school kids. And all of a sudden like Wu-Tang's wearing it. Amazing transformation. But Mossimo, that, that was like burners and shit, right? I think. But I mean, just give them some sort of shitty job, not shitty, but like upscale job in the, in the industry or something, you know, introduce them to stuff. Why do they have to go to USC? All this fake shit. Why can't you just do it the way everyone else did it and donate money for a library or, or, or I don't know, some bench in the quad that, you know, the pigeons will shit on. Something like that. That probably won't get your kid in school. But still, you know what I mean? That they have to go this far. I'll tell you, my parents didn't pay that money. I mean, I applied to a bunch of schools. I got into one. And uh, they didn't give money to the community college I went to after I basically failed out of that one. And they didn't give money to uh, the uh, St. John's University where I went. And that's what Mike Frances and I have in common, St. John's University. Listen, and we both have, you know, sports talk fame out of it. <laughs> you know, it's basically on the same scale. Uh, but I, 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 that's incredible. It's, it's so insane. And it also conjures up how terrible of a show Full House was, too. I think that was very important that we talk about that. Every joke, every meme. Listen, I, I, there's a period of Twitter when some, oh, news just breaks. You got to come up with the quick stuff. You got to move, move, move. Funny, 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 funny. And then after that, it's just, it's, it's you're trying too hard. So I got my Aunt Becky stuff in as soon as I could. Got my retweets. Got a few you know, followers out of it. I mean, hey, Dirk Davitsky's right. It's not about winning. It's about getting followers and likes and all that shit. That's what it's about. All right, I think this, we've reached a point of expiration with this podcast. What do you think, new listeners, huh? Second podcast? Maybe a third? Huh? I can understand if you want to bow out. But to the, but to the diehards, I love all of you. Uh, so, we got people reviewing on iTunes, and most of them, I think, have just been likes, uh, five stars, which I, I will take that. I think we only got one review from uh, a longtime listener, and that is Mr. Jake Elman. And we will read his eventually. This is uh, really paused speaking. All right. So it says, God bless this podcast. I mean, this, this, this is what you have to live up to people. I was enjoying a great stretch of positive thinking. Then RTB came back and I found myself cynical again. This is the magic elixir, both for cursing and creating bad moods. Get Leslie hashtag get Leslie on. I'm about the Leslie stuff. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> Leslie's quite a character. He, he really is. Leslie and Fortley. Anyways, I want everyone to, he's a good follow. I mean, he's, listen, he can get crazy. He can get wild, but, uh, he's not for everyone. You know, kind of like the Publius Maximus eight and, uh, the, uh, always nine, not for everyone, but, uh, they make you giggle. Uh, listen to the show, iTunes, tune in radio. Uh, I'll just say Stitcher, Google play, YouTube, Spotify, all of it. Think of, think of a podcast depository and you'll find it. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlue. So again, people, the, la the next time I speak to you will probably be from Isabella, Puerto Rico, in the northwest corner of the island. You might even hear the waves in the background, huh? As I pound mojitos and get quickly intoxicated. So I want everyone to uh, enjoy their weekend. Hey, it's St. Patrick's Day, by the way. 
St. Patrick's Day on Sunday, I'm going to do a Puerto Rico style, which means probably not much of anything. But uh, Puerto Rico used to be, excuse me, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico used to be a really big holiday for me. That's an island. Uh, it's a commonwealth. It's, uh, it's a lot of things. But St. Patrick's Day, man, I used to get so shit-faced on. It, it was just, it was Mardi Gras for one day. And especially in New Haven for that parade, when they used to let you drink on the streets, we would get bombed. Especially when we lived right on the parade route. <laughs> oh, my God. That was... It was wild times, wild, wild times. Yes, arrests and just all sorts of bodily fluid all over the streets. It was, uh, it was disgusting. It was, uh, it was beauty. It was barely a memory, but uh, I enjoyed it. So everyone enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Don't drink too much. And if you do, please drive. <laughs> please, 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 please drive. Please don't drive. Please do not drive. That, that, not even me to do that. All right, we're at 40 minutes. Enough's enough. Thank you all for listening. With all that being said, I'm going Wilt the blossoms on his early grave. Walk away, me boy. Walk away, me boy. And by morning, we'll be free. Wipe that golden tear from your mother, dear. And raise what's left of the flag for me. Then the rosary beads count them one, two, three Fell apart as they hit the floor In a garb of black We must pay respect to the color We're born to mourn Walk away, me boys, walk away, me boys But morning we'll be free Wake the golden tear from your mother dear There's what's left of the flag for me Start a will filled with hatred and remorse Wearing pickings, 
raise what's left of the flag for me. Yeah.